This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, all my feline friends. This is Michelle Fern, your host of Catitude. You know, we love cats, right? But when they take over your desk, when they decide to use your couch for their own special artwork, like clawing in some special design, it's not great, right? And I would love for my cats to drink more water. It's actually good for them, even though they're not so inclined to do so. I have some great solutions for all these problems and more. We'll be right back with my special guest. Hi everyone, Michelle Fern here. I just want to tell you about this great new litter I found. Molly and Dennis and Charlotte love it. And what's even more important, Mama loves it a lot. It's called Pretty Litter. And what it does that it makes it so different from any other litter I've ever used is it has a built-in health monitoring system. So the litter actually changes color to let you know if there's anything going on with your cat. Because cats hide their health issues. They don't really talk and tell you about it until it's almost too late. So what this does is it starts off, it actually starts off really pretty. It's a white crystal and it will turn colors as your cat does its business. There's actually a color code on the bag and it lets you know if it turns this color, you know, monitor it because it might be time to see your vet and check it out. Now, the other wonderful thing is that I have a special code for all my catitude friends. Go to prettylitter.com slash cat101. Use the coupon code CAT101 and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. That's prettylittercats.com slash CAT101. Use the coupon code CAT101 and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. Can't beat that. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Michelle Byrne, your host of Catitude. I have with me a special guest. He is the author of Engineering for Cats and an Aerospace Engineer and a Cat Dad. Welcome, Mac Delaney. Thanks for having me. So, Mac, you have two cats, Peppy and Nellie, and they were, I'm thinking, the inspiration for most of your solution-based DIY cat projects that are in engineering for cats. Is that true? Oh, that's right. They pretty much dictated where all of these projects were going by showing me uh, what they wanted loudly and, uh, yeah, sometimes annoyingly, but that's what they do. They kind of show what the projects uh, need to solve. Well, I really loved your book, and prior to reading it, there you know there were some reviews that it was funny, and I thought, how can engineering be funny? But it's hysterical because let's face it, life with cats is pretty funny. I mean, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. Yeah, cats have some very interesting behaviors when they're just motivated by such mysterious forces, and it takes a lot to really understand them. And I'm not really convinced that anybody really does. Yep, I think I agree with you there. And you did some interesting research for your book at the zoo. 
Yeah, more or less. We'll see. Uh, cats, when they're introduced to new environments, they tend to dominate just because when a, a, a cat is introduced to a new habitat, sometimes the local population of rodents and things aren't used to having a cat present. So most of the time when I go to the zoo and I meow at other animals, they tend to ignore me. And uh, pretty much all of them have ignored me so far. But I'll, I'll let you know if I make any breakthroughs and find the animal that's, that naturally reacts to cat meows, at least my rendition of them. Okay, your cats are Peppy and Nellie, and from your website, Engineering for Cats, they look like they're a tux and a tortie. Which projects did they inspire in your book? Uh, they inspired every single one. I think the one that Nellie inspired the most was the cat shells. Nellie was a very timid cat and wouldn't really come out if there was any stranger in the house and was a little tentative even to let us pick her up and things like that. And after we gave her, put some shelves on the wall, especially the advanced shelves where there's some curvature and some carpeting on them, she hangs out there all the time. And I think having some some vertical advantage to survey different rooms, she's gained a lot of confidence and just really surprised us on how much she's started to venture out when there's other people in the house. That's really interesting. And I love that in your book, everything's taken from a solution. You know, it's like DIY projects from a solution-based standpoint, you know, for the pet parent and to make your cat's life better. That was Nellie's favorite project, right? What's Peppy's favorite in your book? So the, the original project that he inspired was the cat fountains. So he really, really aggressively preferred running water to still water. But that's kind of a waste of water just to leave a tap running all the time. Uh, and sometimes we forget about it because he likes to drink for way too long out of them. So I just built a recirculating fountain out of PVC pipe and he absolutely loved it. He would, uh, it, it really solved a lot of his uh, late night meowing and things like that, asking for the tap to be turned on. I have a couple of favorites in your book and I love that one, the cat fountain, because most people know this, but not everyone. And you mention in your book that cats are hyper carnivores and they don't need much water, but they actually should have some water. And one of the ways that you mentioned and you just said is by having running water, which you can't always have. Give us just a brief overview of how the water fountain is made. So it's, it's made mostly from PVC pipe, which is a, a few cuts. Uh, you basically can build it with a hacksaw and a drill. And there's two different versions of it. One of them is the advanced version, and there's a variety of different ways that they can drink out of it. The water runs down some chains with surface tension. So Pepe's favorite way is just to lick those chains, his favorite way to drink out of them. And then there's also a uh, a way you can add a just a normal pitcher water filter to those to, so you don't have to clean it as often. And then there's also a smaller water fountain. Probably the simplest project in this book is this small PVC pipe fountain that you can just add to your existing cat's water bowl, and it just kind of disturbs and, and runs the water over itself. And uh, an advantage of these two projects is you, you can just put the whole things uh, right into the dishwasher, and if you do that about once a week, they stay fresh, and my cats love to use them. And they're a, a great way, you know, to make your cats drink water. And that's a good health advantage, too, other than besides them turning on the faucet in your bathroom or your kitchen and playing with it and having a flood, perhaps, <laughs> which I've, I've had. There's two of the projects that I thought were really, really 
cool, and I've never seen them before. And one was to, you know, give your cat a way to feel important, which were the bunk beds. And the other one was something to keep your cat busy so they don't decorate your couch, which is the cat treat slot machine. I know there's a scratcher also, but I thought that slot machine was really cool. So what is the bunk bed? I've never seen that before, ever. Oh, so the bunk beds are, are just a, a very comfortable cat lounge for them, and they're built with two levels. The top one can kind of uh, give them a little more of a height advantage so that they're not at a uh, kicking level or being stepped on level. And then there's a bottom level, which, again, our, our timid cat likes to kind of hang out so she can observe you without necessarily being seen and, and harassed by small children and things like that. This, uh, I would say, has become one of the most popular projects in the book, partly because it's just the most fun to build. Working with PVC pipe is very cheap and easy. It's got these slip joints in it to where pretty much after you do all the cutting, assembling this project is as easy as building with something with Legos. And so it's a fun project to do on the weekends with a friend or uh, uh, and to eat something your cats might really like. And even if you're adverse to, you know, hammer and nail and not so good with it, how easy would you say your projects are for like a beginner? They definitely start, they're a little more advanced than, than a standard craft. So they all need at least some basic tools. But I, I've tried to break down and they're really addressed to the beginner. So if you have no experience, the instructions are all written so that you can still get through them. And there's a range. There's there's uh, the easiest projects like that small fountain I mentioned really only takes a few simple tools and maybe an hour to put together. And then the more complicated ones take maybe about 10 hours plus to put together, depending on how experienced you are. But again, all with materials that you can just get at a local hardware store, nothing special needed like that. One of the easiest projects to, to put together is that slot machine you mentioned. That's also one of my favorites too, just because it's the most entertaining. It's got these, uh, it's also made out of PVC pipe because I like working with easy materials. And it's got some spinners on it with treats inside them. And, and as the cat kind of bats around the spinners randomly, uh, based on how you build it, a treat will pop out every once in a while. And you can cater it based on how, uh, how smart your cat is. If, you have, if you've got a particularly clever cat, you can put it on advanced mode and make it difficult for them to get treats. Or you can even make it easier if you've got a, a dumber cat. Like, uh, I, I won't call my cats dumb, but... That's where they are. Well, I love those. And the cat slot machine, when I read it, I thought, oh, I wonder if it's like you put, you know, like you think of the regular slot machines, but it's almost like reminds me of a pinwheel as far as, you know, what it looks like. So it's I think it's very pretty, actually. And it looks like it would keep the most intelligent cat very entertained. So I think that was very clever for, you know, how you devised coming up with the uh, cat treat slot machine, which brings me to the question, how did you come up? Because some of these projects I've never seen or heard of, like the bunk bed, the cat treat slot machine, especially. How did you come up with these by watching your cats, you know, and their behaviors? So, so pretty much all of these had multiple iterations. So the this like the slot machine, the, the cat treat feeder, I, I went through a couple different versions that were just too easy or too difficult for them to get through. And uh, yeah, it's an iterative process. So I, I'll build it. Fortunately, I have some cooperative cats, so they at least give it a run through. And if they liked it, if they continued to use it, then, then it made it into the book. And if they, unfortunately, like a lot of them, they rejected, then I, I went back to the drawing board as we say. 
Well, I think the projects are amazing and there's a lot of, you know, help for everyone that's listening to Catitude and ways of, you know, solving solutions for your cats. What are the different solutions that the projects solve? One of the most common excuses for not getting a cat that I've heard from friends or, or, or the barriers is that they're going to scratch up all the furniture. And honestly, cats, I think most people, uh, very few people are going to recommend declawing them at this point. So, and they're going to want to scratch something. But it's actually not that difficult. If you just provide them something better than your sofa to scratch, they don't really have a, a problem going to that. So a lot of these different projects show you how do you can cover pretty much anything you'd like in carpet and get it to lie flat and smooth without wrinkles or seams like that. Uh, and you can build it yourself, meaning you get to choose whatever carpet you want, get it to match your sofa, and then uh, your sofa doesn't get clawed up by your cat, but your cat doesn't have to be uh, scolded for scratching things. That's very true because I made one of this at the scratcher in your book and put it next to the couch where Molly did her own artwork and it's I just posted it to Instagram the artwork that she created and having the scratcher near has pretty much stopped her so great ideas your book is also super funny so are you a stand-up comedian on your senior spare time or just an engineer not just but just i'm an amazing aerospace engineer oh thank you you know i think maybe it was just an outlet i i haven't done any stand-up comedy yet anyway but during my day job engineering there's not a ton of room for comedy just because you, you don't want to make a joke and have end up some uh, very expensive part being built incorrectly because of it. So it's a, it's a little dry. I mean, it's very fascinating and I love it, but, but it starts to get frustrated that you can't really uh, just have as much fun with it. So I, I kind of unleashed with these projects and uh, was able to kind of say what I'm always thinking at work. Out of all of the projects, and there's, I think, a couple of other ones on your website, I believe, out of all of them, which is your most favorite? You know, it's simple, but I think my favorite one, just because it's fun to build and because the cats have benefited the most from them, are the cat shells. Giving your cat some vertical mobility has really improved the personality of my cats. And this is also just a fun project to build. If, if you've never worked with, uh, with wood and done much woodworking before, this is kind of a good introduction to it. And you don't have to worry about if you're worried about uh, damaging your walls, if you're renting an apartment or something, you don't want to mount anything to them. I give some instructions on how to appropriately do that and also how to repair the drywall, uh, your walls when you move out, which is handy information, I think, even if you're, what you're mounting is uh, television or something not cat-related. That's another thing that I thought was fabulous is that you give some um, engineering tips and some math equations from what I think is geometry and I think some calculus or trig from what I remember. And I'm thinking, geez, I never really liked math, but he makes it so interesting. And how the repairs made me laugh when you said you can't use toothpaste because I'm pretty sure I did that for a college dorm uh, situation <laughs> way back when. But there's such great tips otherwise, you know, in in addition to the projects and how to make them, I think this book is one of the best I've ever read for you know cat projects and DIY, and I love that it's solution-based. Thank you so much. Now, where can everybody find your book, Engineering for Cats? Oh, thank you so much. And you can find uh, more information, some previews of the projects, and uh, information where to buy the book at uh, engineeringforcats.com. Uh, and you can also find us on uh, Instagram and Tumblr. 
I wish you a lot of success. This book is fabulous. And thanks for taking the time to be on Catitude today. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. What a great show. And for everyone listening, you want to check out Engineering for Cats. Stop by the website, engineeringforcats.com. There are so many fun solution-based DIY projects. They are easy. I barely know how to handle a hammer and a nail. And I was able to make the scratcher and I'm starting on the water fountain next. They're fun projects with, you know, your partner. If you're a little bit nervous, grab someone who's a little better at that and then they could do most of the work and you watch you know and or or you know make it interactive you know with your fur kids except make sure they're far away from anything dangerous but the projects are all solution based and you know they make your cat have a better life become more confident become more watered because drink more water you know have more mental stimulation so great projects i'd like to thank my guest mac delaney for coming on catitude thanks to everyone listening all my furry feline friends thanks to molly charlotte and dennis who enjoyed playing with the scratcher and are going to love the water fountain and thanks to my producer mark winter for making me and my guest always sound great we have so many more great fabulous shows coming up keep listening to catitude you can also find us on instagram at catitude 17 and you can see what is inspiring me to make after the water fountain the cat treat slot machine because i don't want any more of molly's artwork (laughs) thanks again for listening and come check us out again real soon there'll be another great show let's talk pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.